Red Rover, Red Rover, I send you on over, over to H2H Playground that is. I am beyond thrilled to officially invite you to join us in the new and improved H2H Playground. I know, doesn't that sound like fun? This is your chance to be part of the only online working group in the world for plaintiff attorneys to learn and practice trial skills in a safe place while having fun. This, my friend, is where you become the lawyer you were born to be. Join the waitlist at sorryswears.com, S-A-R-I-S-W-E-A-R-S.com. We open the doors later this month. Go sign up now. Ali Ali Oxen Free! When you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Happy New Year! It's 2023. Well, I have an important update for you. And I didn't put the title in this podcast because I'm being sneaky and I'm hoping that the defense is not searching podcast titles. So (laughs) here's hoping. This is why we're hoping to do a members only podcast eventually um, so that we can keep talking about these things. The The big update is that the H2H crew... The playground, which is where the crew plays, is going to open this month. Y'all want to get in on that. That's going to be awesome. But I wanted to update you on the funnel method, which is part of our issue-oriented voir dire, our brand new issue-oriented voir dire. I wouldn't say brand new, updated issue-oriented voir dire has five steps now. And one of the most important steps is this funnel method that's been developed over the last two years. And so the basic just there, this is in our free training. So if you want to go look at the whole thing, you can go take our free training at sorryswears.com. But the, unless that's down right now, and they sometimes remove it when we have something that we're advertising. So just keep looking for that and you can get it or reach out to us if it's not on our website. But the basic gist is to let the jury solve our problems of Wadir. We're going to identify our principles and then we're going to get the jury to give it to us instead of us telling it to them and having them um, agree or disagree. So the way we do that is by going through three questions. The first question is what we call an experiential question. It's just something to get the conversation going. Who here's ever been in a hospital? Who here's ever shared the road with a semi truck? Who here has ever gone shopping? Who here has ever been in a store, right? It's just, I don't care about their experiences. I don't want you to go in. Oh, what was that like? Necessarily, there are, there are some caveats to that. And I talk about that in our brand new H2H fundamentals class, where you do want to hear about people's experiences. The basic gist is when you want to get some danger in the air. But otherwise, that experiential question is just a jumping off point. It's just to get us down into the funnel. And the reason it's a funnel is because every question gets us closer and closer and closer closer until we pinpoint the actual principle that we want the jurors to give us. The second question is what we call the expectations question. So what were your expectations or what are your expectations about 
said thing. So if it's hospital, who here's been in a hospital, can let me ask those of you who've been in a hospital or visited someone in a hospital, what did you expect in terms of monitoring, right? Then the third and final question, which usually gets us to the principle, is the what can happen if? Well, what could happen if they didn't monitor? And I'll say, well, people could die, which maybe that was our principle. If hospitals do not carefully monitor patients, people can die, right? Now, what's happening, because the H2H is so popular, I'm so excited about that, is that defense is getting nervous, as they usually do. And so they're starting to do stupid ass things like motions and limine against asking jurors expectations, which is whacked. And also saying you can't get principles from jurors and blah, 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 blah. So in this podcast, I want to give you some things that you can use that I think are pretty defense proof because otherwise they're going to just be chasing their tail. They're going to try to go against all of these things. So three solves for the expectation question, because we don't need to deal with the experience question. That's what they expect that you're doing in what year. So I'm not going to speak to that. And then a couple of, of notes on the what could happen if question. So solve number one. Ready for it? Take your notes. Instead of asking what are your expectations about, okay, you want to personalize it. So what did you expect? right? Versus what are your expectations? So we keep it in the experiential bucket, so to speak. We're still speaking to a juror's experience. When we say, well, what did you expect that they would do while you were in the hospital? It's a little bit more of a roundabout way to get there, but it still is in the bucket of expectations. Listen, I know y'all love your formulas. And I know when the funnel method came down, you were like, yay, I can use this and just go A, B, C. Listen, I still want y'all using your brain and using what works for you. Just because I call it an experiential question doesn't mean that you have to say, what was your experience in a hospital? Nobody talks like that. Okay, lawyers talk like that. But no jurors talk like that. So I'm using that for shorthand right? Talk about something that they've experienced in their lives. Just don't use the word experience, right? And then same thing with expectations. You don't have to use the word expectations, um, which is solve number three, but I'm getting there in a minute. The point is, is that we want to know what they were thinking would happen, what they were expecting would happen, right? Which brings us to solve number two, which is use the past tense. Notice the difference. What did you expect? What were your expectations, right? Versus what are your expectations? What expectations do you have, which is present tense? That tends to get people a little bit more nervous because now, oh, we're asking the jurors to speak to the standard of care. We're not. But again, personalize it by, well, personalize it and then make it past tense right? What did you, did you expect? What were your expectations? But that brings us to solve number three, which is don't use the word expectations, right? (laughs) You don't have to follow, again, you don't have to use the exact words. I'm just trying to do shorthand here. What did you hope would happen? What did you believe was their job? 
What did you assume the doctor would ask? What did you wish for? What outcome did you wish for? What did you hope for? Right? Those are all the things that we can ask jurors under the umbrella of experiential. For some reason, a juror's experience is like the golden like area. We can get away with anything if we're talking about a juror's experience. I mean, we are there to ferret out bias. That's not why we're there, H2H. That's not our number one thing. But that is why Wadir is allowed. Okay, let's put it that way. And yet... We can actually go and ask, at least this is what the motions are doing, what they expect, because that's going to speak to bias. Now, let me just pause here for a moment and think, you guys should still be trying this. You should be trying whatever you possibly can be trying and, and arguing against all of this. Just because the defense doesn't think we should be doing this doesn't mean that we stop doing it. Go back way back. And search for my podcast, Stop Acting Like Defense Attorneys. I think it's in that one. But we get all scared when they get, uh, when they object, when they put motions in limiting. Oh, I guess I can't do that. Who the fuck makes the rules? Not the defense. Huh uh. They can try, but so can you. And yet I see so many of you lay down in the road and just go, well, I got objected to once. Well, the motion in limine got happened, whatever the legal word is, right? It was approved. That's not the legal word. I'm just losing it right now. The, not losing it. I'm not losing it, but you know what I mean? The wording, right? And you go, well, that's it then. Forget it. Oh, do you not remember that your job is to fight? That's not necessarily just in court. That's ahead of time. So just because they think they can come in their big swinging dicks and act like they make the rules doesn't make it so... Come on now, get up and fight. You're not fighting for me. You're fighting for what is right. And we get to ask jurors what their experiences are and more importantly, what they think about those experiences and how those experiences shape their beliefs. That is where bias lies, right? We don't talk a lot about bias in our work because we know that the jurors are biased for us. They just don't know it yet. Because 99% of people believe in principles and all of your cases are principle-based. You stand on the side of the right. So we don't talk about bias a lot around here because when you all hear bias, you think of all the exclusionary void and all the shit you were, it's like there's a trigger for you, right? You get triggered when I use the word bias. That's why I rarely ever use it because the minute you hear bias, it's like your neural pathways start firing on oh, exclusionary void dear, jurors are out to kill me, uh, blah, 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 which is not what we do here. But if we're going to play the game, right? Judges used to be lawyers at one time and they were playing the game too. And y'all have been conditioned to be, it's all about bias. That's what Voyager's for, which is true. What we're trying to get is a fair and impartial jury. But you know my thoughts on that too. Don't think it's possible. Why? Because, okay, I'm not going to go into that. (laughs) Because I could go on another rant. My point is, if we hope to ch- to change anything, we got to keep fighting. We're not just going to roll over and die because the defense has their panties in twist about fucking expectations questions. All right? So the solve for the expectation questions, if you need it, right, is to personalize it. What were your expectations? What did you hope for? Use the past tense. What were 
And don't use the word expectations. What, were your, what did you hope? What did you assume? What did you believe? What did you wish? Just go to the synonyms. That's what I did. And look up different words for expectations. We are allowed to talk to jurors about the beliefs they formed based on their experiences. Because that speaks to bias. You can quote me in that. And if you do in an argument, I want a copy. <laughs> we are allowed to ask what beliefs a juror formed based on their experiences because that speaks directly to bias. So you can use that word. What did you believe would happen? Use the word beliefs. All right. In terms of the what could happen if question, you don't have to ask what could happen and what could happen if they didn't monitor. I think you can get away with that for sure. But if you can't, and they're going to object to that because they're scared. That's why they're objecting. You could just say, what's important about that? Well, I, I believe that they, would, that they would monitor. I hope that they would monitor. What's important about that? You still get there, get to the principal with that question. Or I, I would hope that they, were, well, they would monitor. Here's another way. Well, what were you worried about? Them not monitoring. What was the worry there? Or what were you concerned could, could happen? Or what were you afraid of? Here's, again, is my love affair with words, which I talked about in the last podcast. There's so many different words that you can use to get at the same thing. The point is, is that you're trying to get the jury to identify the principle without you saying what it is. Why? Because it's stronger if it comes from them. Again, we're not doing anything that's gimmicky or not allowed, right? They believe these things. We just want them to say it out loud before we say it out loud because it's stronger than they own it. But here are some things that you can use to work around the defense's bullshit because that's what it is. But, and I still want you fighting for justice because that's what this is. We don't just let them create the rules. We're going to put up a fight. We get to create those rules too because we stand on the side of the right. All right, tell your friends. Since this is a secret podcast that just says Happy New Year, tell your friends, especially those of them who are using the funnel method and want to have this update. Because what I don't want to happen is people go, well, that didn't work and that's not allowed. It's the same bullshit like with the design to line. Oh, we can't say that. So many people are saying it. And we should be fighting for the right to say it because it's fucking true. Nothing like saying the designed alliance is not true. You do have the power to allow some people to go home. That's true. I'm on another topic. If you're like, what the hell is a designed alliance? Search for that too. While you're at it, give me a review. Got to start the new year with asking for the reviews. Notice I didn't start with it though. But in our first podcast of the year, I'm going to say, get us those reviews. I love reading them. I love reading them and I love you. Here's to fantastic 2023. Get on that wait list for the crew. Want to play with you. Talk soon. Red Rover, Red Rover, I send you on over. Over to H2H Playground, that is. I am beyond thrilled to officially invite you to join us in the new and improved H2H Playground. I know, doesn't that sound like fun? This is your chance to be part of the only online working group in the world for plaintiff attorneys to learn and practice trial skills in a safe place while having fun. 
This, my friend, is where you become the lawyer you were born to be. Join the waitlist at sorryswears.com, S-A-R-I-S-W-E-A-R-S.com. We open the doors later this month. Go sign up now. Ali Ali Oxenfree!